0: Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert and I'm Jennifer Edwards and we are Business Business Besties. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is your host Edie and I'm with my business bestie, Jennifer. Hello everyone. So we are in a series um, for leadership and two weeks ago we talked about business relationships, how to build those relationships, why they're important, um, and how they help your business, of course. And then last week, we talked about failure and success. Um, We shared some failures in hopes that they would help you walk through what you think is a failure, um, learn from what we have done, and hopefully not make the same mistakes. But if you do, it's still redeemable. It's still redeemable. And this week, we're going to talk about Um, leadership is mindful. What we mean by that is it starts with you. As the leader, it starts with you, your thoughts, how mindful you are. Um, One of the things that I wrote down, and this was from my leadership Bible by John Maxwell, leaders understand the importance of their minds to the future of their organization, which is so important because if you don't have a good mindset on where you're going with your business, how you're leading your business, then um, it's not good for the people that you're leading. So whether it's whether it's like Jennifer who coaches, whether it's me that has a team, um, it all starts with you. It all starts
1: with you and your mind. Um, this well, is, and I might really quick yeah, add that even if you are a solopreneur like I am, I still have people that I hire. Mm-hmm. Um, as quote unquote partners or you know subcontractors that come in and do certain things for me, it's important that they understand that as well. Right? Like you want everybody involved, whether you it's just you or you actually have a team of twelve mm-hmm. or whatever how many employees you have. At one point, my husband and I had a a, a staff of thirty five. Like mm-hmm. it's and for me personally now, I it's me plus anybody I hire to do the the other things. Right. So it's just important that. Um, that vision
0: is out there. The vision is out there. You know what it is. Um, and let's just talk about that for a second. Um, I was just mentioning to Jennifer before we hit record, because we talk about this before we, mm-hmm. we jump in. <laughs> um, this was the first year that I cast the vision with my team um, in 12 years of business. And I'm I, so
1: proud of you. And so,
0: um, and I had somebody, you know, we were going through some transition in leadership. Um, I brought in somebody to be the manager of the spa to do the day-to-day so that I could focus on other things because that's where we are in the business. And um, that person said, you need to to cast that vision with your employees. It's important for them to hear from you, for you to communicate what your vision is so that they can buy into it. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that they just understand. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. um, any more responsibility on their part. It just mm-hmm. means that they know where we're going, and especially after the last two years of so much uncertainty. Um, and, you know, there was a point in time where I was micromanaging the budget because um, it was tight. Sure. It was very, very tight. And their questions, like any other employee's questions are, is this going to stay open? Or are we going to still be here next month or six months from now, a year from now? So being able to communicate that to them and them to see that and feel more comfortable um, it's very, very important. And so whether you're, you know, in your first year, fifth year, tenth year, or twelfth, like me, make sure that you're communicating that vision with the people that you're
1: leading. Yes, so important, <clears throat> um, because even if they just understand the outskirts, I guess I don't know the right. best way to say that. Right even if they just understand the outskirts of, mm-hmm. of all of that it's mm-hmm. better than them not understanding right. any of it at right. all right and it it was a matter of uh
0: for us you know sharing each portion of the day spa and how each you know what the nail techs look like in the vision what the estheticians look like the massage therapists um what we're going what we were going to focus on how we were going to grow how we were going to build um letting go of some things adding some things so and, and just by sharing that with them, I mean, it's not like you're sharing numbers or anything like that, but just knowing
1: where they fit in, in the family, mm-hmm. where they fit in. Yeah, that's really, really important. Yeah. Because when you share that, or you cast that vision and you talk about, this is where I see this business going, they can immediately see themselves in that. Right. But if you don't ever share with them right. what that looks like, mm-hmm. then they just kind of feel like they're a cog in a wheel. Right. And nobody really wants to just be a cog in the wheel. Right. They want to see that, especially the younger generations. Right. They really want to see that mm-hmm. they're a part of something bigger. It's right. really important to them, which I think is amazing. Yeah, like I, think it's great. I, I wish I had had a little more of that mm-hmm. when I was younger, mm-hmm. of kind of insisting that where I worked that I could see the bigger picture. Right. Right. Um, so, point number one
0: is your thoughts determine your character. What, does that, what does that say to you? Oof.
1: <laughs> well. Uh, In Proverbs, it talks about your heart, uh, it's Proverbs 6, don't quote me, I don't remember. Um, It talks about your heart is where everything comes from. Mm -hmm. And this is a biggie. Mm -hmm. It's a biggie. Mm -hmm. I think it's 624, Proverbs 624. Um, It really is because those thoughts, because we can be so mean to ourselves, I Mm -hmm. guess is what... We can be so mean to ourselves mm-hmm. and just call ourselves failures all the time and never recognize anything good that we've done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i can I can relate this to um my thoughts around weight loss mm-hmm. right I've lost mm-hmm. eighty five pounds mm-hmm. and oh thanks mm-hmm. and my brain messes with me about this all the time because mm-hmm. I'm now to a point where i'm I'm having to figure out how to maintain that mm-hmm. and i'm and i my head messes with me all the time, and i never seem to be able to stop and celebrate that because I'm too busy being worried about Mm. maintaining Mm -hmm. where I am. Mm -hmm. And those thoughts that go in on in my head are Mm. just, if I were to allow them, it could be torturous Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be about weight. Right. It could be about your last presentation. Mm -hmm. It could be about the last conversation you had with Mm -hmm. somebody. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like our minds will just do backflips and do crazy stuff Mm -hmm. and we have to control that. And
0: I'm glad that you mentioned that because I had I had a situation where, um, with a you know a, a past employee, and it was a trigger. It was a trigger for me, so that when something similar came up, I immediately thought, "This is that," and I'm going to take care of it right now. Nip it in the bud. Cut, cut, cut. And it it caused some resentment with, between me and some employees. But it wasn't until we sat down and talked about it. And I explained to them, because you asked for this, that triggered that, and that's why I reacted that way. So now I know not every situation is going to be exactly like it was 10 years ago, right? It's, you need to take a breath, address, you know, are you saying this or do you want that because, you know, why, why do you want that report or whatever it is? And finding out what their need is, it's its not the same as it was 10 years ago. And so don't react like you did 10 years ago. And so that's, that's one of the things I feel like I can finally celebrate is that I'm not quick to react according to that trigger. I recognize that trigger and go, hmm, yeah, that, that really hurt me back then. But I'm not going to react the same way I did back then because this, is, this could be different. So let's let's get some clarification. Let's talk it out, Let's build that relationship, build some trust, and then walk it out. And so I think that char- that's how I, I've changed my character. Um, I've instilled some integrity, um, some trust with employees based on our conversation. And so I think, I think your thoughts, you have to really, like you said, even though you're maintaining your weight, you haven't celebrated the loss of the weight. Mm -hmm. So how do we do that? Mm -hmm. How do we do that and,
1: and, and do it Yeah. and do it. Something you said that I think is really, really important is, and I I seem to be hearing a lot about triggers lately, Mm -hmm. and I know that that's probably a big thing in therapy or something, Mm -hmm. but it is a huge deal mm-hmm. to recognize triggers. Mm-hmm. Because if you can recognize the trigger like you have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you don't react. Mm-hmm. You don't allow the same reaction from the last time that triggered mm-hmm. you, right. which changes the situation completely. It cha- and from that point on, right? From that point on. So, so my my recommendation, recommendation for those business owners out there is You've got to recognize what triggers you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Exactly. All right. Let's talk about
0: point two. The first person you lead is you.
1: Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Um, Yes. 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 (laughs) I I think that um, if
0: you cannot recognize, if you cannot lead yourself, you can't lead others.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I, I just think that that's, mm-hmm. if you, if you don't expect the same things from yourself that you expect from those that you lead, then you need to reevaluate.
1: I agree. And I think just some practical things that, because I, in my head, I can hear the listeners going, yeah, but what does that look like? Yeah. yeah what yeah. does that practically look like? Mm-hmm. And so for me, leading myself means that I allow myself plenty of um quiet time mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just try to take care of my mind, soul, body, and spirit mm-hmm. in the mornings mm-hmm. because once your day gets started, it, there, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. going to happen. Yep, yep. So I really do have like a little, I I, mean, I hate routines, which oddly enough is probably what is the best thing for me, but I really hate routines. So I have kind of this loose list of things that I try to do. I try to um, listen to Encounter Peace every morning, which is a 15-minute meditation, mm-hmm. guided Christian meditation. And then I am trying to do something creative with my life every day Um, that I do. I can fit in later in the day, but in the mornings just leading myself down the road and visualizing what I would like my day to look like. The visualization part of that is really amazing and you can make things happen if you will stop and think through your day, look at your calendar. Mm -hmm. That's the practical thing I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. Like, Leading yourself means that you have to give yourself grace, you have to give yourself time, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have to do those practical things. Now, guided Christian meditation may not be for everybody. Right, it really right. does help me. Visualization, I believe, probably because I'm such a visual person, Person, I think that is really important for everybody to just kind of look at their calendar and go, okay, I'm going to meet with this person, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this thing. And just, if nothing else, just looking at your calendar and seeing what's going on for today and maybe the next couple of days or whatever, Mm -hmm. just to kind of get a mental picture. But to me, that's the practical part of what that looks like. And and I agree 100%. I used to be one of those people that
0: would stay up till 11, 1130 midnight, um, get barely six hours of sleep, jump up, get after it. And then I'd feel like I was just flailing the whole day long. I mean, I was just Running to catch up with myself all yeah. day long. And over the last few years, um, I'm in bed by 8.30. It doesn't mean I'm asleep. I'm, I'm, I'm downloading, so to speak. Yeah. And I'm up by 5.30 or 6 o'clock. Never have I claimed to be a morning person. Ever, ever, ever. But what that has done for me is exactly, it sets the tone for my day. I don't feel rushed. Mm-hmm. I have plenty of time to, um, to work out. Um, to have my quiet time, read my Bible, um look at my calendar okay what what have I got for today? Where do I need to be at what time did it? and I feel so much more secure mm-hmm. in my day i don 't feel like i 'm chasing my tail all day long right. um, so it it does say something that you you have the practical part of it is you have to lead yourself mm-hmm. and you can 't expect other people to um to walk through their day unless you, you're you doing the same thing. I mean, if I'm chasing my tail all day long, so is everybody else around me. People can feel it. So is everybody else around yeah. me. But if if I'm walking into my day confident, then that lends confidence to those other people that I'm going to be, you know, meeting up with, yeah. leading the whole nine yards. So yeah. I never thought I'd be one of those 530 people. But I love it because it's quiet. Quiet. It's yeah. peaceful. Yep. Um. All the things. Yeah.
1: No, I. it's my favorite part of the morning. My, yeah. my mm. coffee maker is set. My timer on it is at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. So coffee, unless I wake up before 5, which does happen mm-hmm. on a fairly regular basis. But um, I don't set an alarm because I'm always up. And the coffee maker goes off. I have hot steaming coffee waiting <laughs> for me. And at the moment, before we move into our forever home, um, I'm walking up the little stairs to a little game room where I have a space set up for me mm-hmm. to sit and mm-hmm. write in my journal and mm-hmm. pray and meditate mm-hmm. and do all those things. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite part of the morning. Yep.
0: I have my, my little chair in ottoman in my office that I go and sit and get ready for the day, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Okay. Number three. Don't waste your thoughts on those who don't hunger for them.
1: Ah, uh, Wow. That's This my- was a
0: revelation. This was like, this was like my aha ah, <laughs> yes, moment. <laughs> yes, I it gave me permission mm-hmm. to not be there. Yeah, I mean, and I spent a lot of time trying to convince, um, sell mm-hmm. to people that just could. could they were
1: not, never going to. Yeah,
0: could care less, and it's okay.
1: It's totally okay. And that. Getting right there. Yeah. Probably brought you more peace than anything that you've. Girl. (laughs) Mic drop. Yeah. Podcast over. This is a mic drop moment. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Because the moment that, and I think a lot of this comes with age too. It does. A lot of this comes because we care so much when we're younger about what everybody thinks. And then as you age, you're like, why did I care what Mm -hmm. they think? Like you do you boo Mm -hmm. and I'll do me and. We'll all be happy. it be will be a better place. It will be a better place. And I just think that in terms of your employees or yeah. business associates, however mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. they may not have full buy-in. Right. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to be right. an important part of your business. Right. They still served right. whatever purpose God placed them there for, even right. if they don't have full buy-in right. of exactly what you're doing. Right.
0: Everybody plays a part. It's, it's like the tree. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a branch and everybody has a part. Yeah. And as long as the fruit is being produced, whether they buy in or not, it's still okay. Yeah. And it's a well-oiled machine. Yeah.
1: My husband and I spent a ton of time and effort and thought and energy Mm -hmm. on how do we get, you know, at one point, I have said in previous podcasts, we had like 32 employees. How do we get all these people to be loyal? How do we get them to (laughs) want to be here and buy into fire protection? Because we were passionate about fire protection saves lives. Mm -hmm. And it saves Property, too. But we save lives. We're there before the firemen get there. Mm-hmm. We save firemen lives. Like, we were really passionate about all of this. And not everybody cared like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they they just mm-hmm. didn't. Mm-hmm. And they, it was a paycheck. Yeah. They got there in the morning and they left at night and they didn't give it another thought mm-hmm. until the next morning when they had to get up and go to work. Like, exactly. And... It, we finally, I mean, it took a long time, yeah. but it, we got to the point where, okay, but they're here serving the purpose that we need them. Mm-hmm. As long as they're doing what they're told to the best of their ability and have yes. pride in their work every day so that the fire it's sprinkler will actually put out the fire, then mm-hmm. that is all that matters. It's all that matters. Yeah. Revelation. Yeah. That's so good. I hope somebody out there just went, yes. that is exactly what I needed to hear today. Yes. Yes. It's a good one.
0: OK, number four, discipline your thoughts.
1: This is so good. So good. You know,
0: it's like disciplining a child. Mm-hmm. You have to discipline your thoughts mm-hmm. and you have to do it every day.:
1: every, Well, more than once a day.: Yes. Yes, you have to yeah.
0: stay um,
1: you have to stay on yourself.: You do. Matthew 6:34 in the message Bible, and I'm paraphrasing because my phone is recording right now mm-hmm. and I can't look it up, but it says, "Pay attention to what God is doing right now, right now." And do not get worked up about what's going to happen tomorrow because tomorrow will come on yeah. its own. Yeah. And God will give you what you need to yep. deal with it when it comes. Oh, are you talking about manna? I am talking about <laughs> manna. I believe that that scripture must mm-hmm. be referring to that. Yeah. But yes, it's you can only deal with what God and paying attention to what God is doing right now. Mm-hmm is the hardest thing mm-hmm. cuz we're as business owners we were created mm-hmm. to be visionaries mm-hmm. and to look forward just like we just talked about like mm-hmm. casting vision like god created us like that so for him to like pull on the reins and go but hang on i really only want you to think about what i'm doing today mm-hmm. is hard it's hard it's really it's hard when you're hard. a visionary
0: and you're looking to the future um, it's really hard to just stay right here. It is. It's really hard. And that's and that's something that I've really had to um discipline over the last couple of years, especially over the last year. I'm reading a book right now by Chris Hodges and it's called Out of the I always screw this up, out of the cave. I always say grave and that's not it. It's out of the cave. And he gives a one uh description of a cow who eats the grass, chews on his cud regurgitates it, eats it again, swallows it. And it's just, it's a, it's a process. And we tend to do that to ourselves Mm -hmm. when we're, we're thinking about what happened yesterday and that meeting that I had, that conversation that I had, and I could have done this and I could have said that. And instead of just leaving it behind and worrying, doing today, not worrying about tomorrow, tomorrow's, like you said, has, it's a whole uh, other day, but just today, quick, quick, Bringing all that mess back up. Quit looking in the rearview mirror. Stay right here and do what you're supposed to do today. Discipline those thoughts so that you can get done what you need to get done today. Yeah. And it sounds very simple,
1: um, but it's an ongoing process. Yeah. It's an ongoing process. Oh, so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It It is. I mean, it, that pers- Matthew 634 mm-hmm. was... Um, a scripture that I had in, on my email, Mm -hmm. you know, how you can do your signature and have an email. So back when we had our company and 2008 recession hit and I just, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. I put that on my email Mm -hmm. and as a reminder, every time I looked at it that Mm -hmm. I can only do, I just need to pay attention to God, just pay attention to God and ignore everything else because I couldn't control anything. I Mm -hmm. had to completely stop watching the news. And by the way, that is the last time I watched news regularly Mm -hmm. was in 2008
0: Wow. nine
1: ish like mm-hmm. whatever during that whole spiral of the economy mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it I was yeah. making terrible decisions based on was news we... <laughs> yeah. when I should have been yes. following Matthew six thirty four and paying attention right. to what God was doing right. every day so yeah and, and and I've been doing that um since COVID
0: because it was mm-hmm. just it was bigger than what mm-hmm. I couldn't stay focused on COVID it was it was too fearful to yes I couldn't
1: There was too much chaos Mm -hmm. and too much misinformation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree.
0: And then number five, stay confident that your vision will come to pass.
1: Mm.
0: It's important that when God gives you a purpose and a passion and a vision that no matter how long it takes, it'll come to pass. Whether it's a year, five years, 20 years, whether it's um, somebody else that takes it over, you know, you may sell the business. Yeah. Um, it just just a confident that it will come to pass because if he made the promise he will be it will be fulfilled, okay. and um,
1: Habakkuk, um, two one through three which I read in my mm-hmm. vision board, um, yes uh, sessions, it talks about that at the end and mm-hmm. three it talks about um, give it time mm-hmm. just wait mm-hmm. because the vision message that God gives you. Mm-hmm. It's his. It's not even ours. Mm-mm. Like, he's the one that places desire in our hearts. Mm-hmm. He's the one who has the process and plan. Right. We're here to just execute. Right. And make it happen. Right. And it's him that, and we're the, the boots on the ground. Right. Like, right. he gives us the idea, and we're just supposed to just do the thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Just, just stay confident. And what are some practical ways that, you would stay confident and keep that in the back of your mind so that you didn't forget that vision?
0: I mean, for me, it's in the Word. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in the Word. It's reading about Moses. It's reading about him taking the people to the promised land. Um, even though he didn't get to go in, he still, that promise was still fulfilled that he got them there. Um, I believe it was Joshua that actually took them in. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. Even though Moses had the vision, God led him there, but somebody else took him in, but it was right. fulfilled. It was yeah. fulfilled, so
1: so sometimes it's not all about you. No, <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's just about the thing that he has mm-hmm. a plan
0: for, right? And just just having a willing spirit to um, let him guide you. And so just seeing, just reading about you know, I, I think I've said this long time ago when we first started doing this podcast. When I very first, when I was a baby baby Christian, I got saved at every vacation Bible school I ever attended. <laughs> by the way, um, I was I was a Baptist, a Protestant, a a Presbyterian, and Lutheran. <laughs> I was all the things. Um, but in that, they always told the stories, right? Uh, Jonah and the Whale, mm-hmm. the Ark. So I I just lended it to being a story. I mm-hmm. didn't really understand that those were real people. right? And once I figured out that, oh my gosh, those are real people? Those are people that actually lived here on the earth? Um, that was a game changer for me because then I saw what God did with and through those people. And so that was when things really started happening for
1: me. That's so good. And I'm just going to throw this out there. I just finished being a, I don't know what it's actually called, reader of, first reader, pre-reader of Mm -hmm. your book. Oh, I just finished. She doesn't even know this. I'm telling her this. She doesn't (laughs) know that I finished it. I just finished it. Mm -hmm. And um, that story in your book Mm -hmm. about you realizing Mm -hmm. that, they were real people mm-hmm. impacted me so much mm-hmm. because I think I was like you. These are just fictional characters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was just
0: another story that you read, you know, right. at school in the reading circle. Right. That, I mean, that's, I just had a childlike mindset. Yeah. And realizing that those people fought and uh, Noah actually built an ark yeah. and he put animals and people on yes. it. Yes. I was like, oh,
1: dang. Yeah, this is, yeah. A, a, I mean, it's historical as right. well as spiritual. Histo- Our exactly. Bible is historical. a, it's a, is, is history. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Okay. Where are we at? Let's see. I think that's
1: all the points. Do you have anything
0: else you want to add? Do You have anything you want to add on the vision part? I did.
1: <laughs> and then my age and my brain <laughs> took over. Um. Oh, yes. When I ask you what practical thing might you mm-hmm. do to mm-hmm. keep that vision yes. relevant, Edie and I are both very, very pro journaling. <laughs> oh yes, we are. So one of the things that I do on a very frequent basis is in my journal, mm-hmm. I write out my goals and visions. Mm-hmm. Like Sometimes daily, Mm -hmm. which seems extreme. And if any, you know, at the end of my life, when my journals get passed on to whomever, they're going to go, oh my gosh, she's writing this again for the 450th time. Doesn't matter. It's my journal. I can do what I want. That's right. (laughs) And some of the things that get written down are like, Ron and I have had a prophecy over our life, which Mm -hmm. I won't share because it feels personal. But there's a, there was a person who came up and said, this scripture God told me to give you this scripture and tell yeah. you this, that, and the other. So I very often write down mm-hmm. that prophecy. It has not happened. Mm-hmm. I do I know mm-hmm. if it I don't know. Like maybe it I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like it, it seems like it really needs to happen soon, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are getting older. I know. Do you know that Lord? When we're getting, is this is gonna actually we're go to get older.
1: Fast? But that it, it's things like that. Mm-hmm. Writing your vision down, Mm -hmm. writing your daily goals, writing Mm -hmm. your annual goals, writing your tenure goals, that is all a very tangible, important way of staying confident Mm -hmm. about the vision that God Mm -hmm. placed in you because life happens. Mm -hmm. Stuff comes flying at us at such rapid speed right now. If you don't have your visions written down and Mm -hmm. continually to visit them and Mm -hmm. revisit them and revisit them, yes, You'll forget you'll forget, I've gone back and looked at some of my journals from a couple of years ago and thought, oh my gosh,, mm-hmm. I completely stopped writing that down, and I totally forgot about it, yeah. and it's important,
0: yes, it's so important, and like you i have I have a couple of um I had a lady send me a card one time, and it was early on, I would want to say like in my second or third year of having my business, and she quoted that um that scripture about. Um, your barns will be so full, you'll have to build more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've hung on to that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what that means. I don't know. I still don't know. But I i mean, it's actually my marker in my Bible and because I want to see it. Right. I want to see it. And then the other one was when I met with a girl that we went to high school together. And she talked about things happening in threes. And some of that I have seen come to pass, but it hasn't been completely fulfilled. And that's something else that I refer back to on a regular basis because that was a word that God gave her to share with me when she prayed with me. And so I want to watch that unfold um, because it's important.
1: Mm, it's important. Good. Well, so. and that all goes back to our title, which is Leadership is Mindful. Mindful, Being mindful mm-hmm. in means remembering. Right. That's part of it. Right. And being mindful about your leadership and your company and everything that goes into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember... I remember when you said you got a note from somebody when Ron and I made the decision in the 90s I'm trying to remember the year but it's not coming to me 96 I think to um buy the my dad's business um we had a sweet sweet lady that we went to church with mm-hmm. who wrote me a letter mm-hmm. to tell me She'd worked with her husband her entire life, mm-hmm. and she wrote me this card oh, right. mm-hmm. and ta- and just wrote out all the things that could be important mm-hmm. in working with your husband. Mm-hmm. And I kept... That was in my drawer until mm-hmm. we sold that business. Mm-hmm. And I would pull it out. I'd see it, and I'd pull it out, and I'd read it because yes. she was spot on. She yeah. had worked with her husband for decades. Right, right. And she knew. like That was a game changer. It was. It was, yeah. it was important. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So That's awesome. being a leader means being mindful mm-hmm. and... Being mindful means, too, that you take wise counsel.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Take wise counsel.
0: There was a um, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur podcast recently, um, and she talked about uh, going back and going through Proverbs and how she just felt like God was telling her, you're doing good, but I need you to seek wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. And so I went back, and I've read Proverbs you know, oh yeah, never ever walked away with anything outstanding, but this time, because I think my heart was willing because I heard how it impacted that lady, mm-hmm. um my heart posture was different, mm-hmm. my mind was different mm-hmm. I walked away with so much wisdom, I mean, I've got notes and notes and notes in my in my journal about the different things that that came up um and it was it was it was a game changer. Mm-hmm. It was a game changer. I mean, Proverbs has so much wisdom it in is. it. Has so, And you have, as a leader, mm-hmm. like you said, it's important to um, have wisdom. It is. It is, it is, it Which is. Which brings us to. Celebrations and kicks in the butts. Yes. <laughs> okay. And next week, that's what you were alluding to. Next week, we are going to be talking about wisdom and wealth and what that means. Yep. And we're not just talking money, people. No, this is going to be a good one. You will not want to miss that one. That's right. It's going to
1: be good. All right, celebration or kick in the butt. Um, I have a celebration. Okay, and typically when we do celebrations, I try to do something that's like super recent and relevant. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this has been something that has, um, evolved over mm-hmm. the last couple of years, and so it's super relevant. It just didn't. It happened over a longer period of time. Okay. So in the beginning of running my business, I could have easily have days where I would get into what my study school teacher used to call the mully grubs, <laughs> yes. the mully grubs. And we'll be spelling that in the notes. When yeah, we're not I try know. To spell I'm not right here. I don't even know how to spell that. But M-U-L-L-Y? G-R-U-B-S. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The mully grubs. Okay. And really what that meant was I would just get downcast. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. see the worst. Things weren't going my way. And I would just let myself... I okay. had another pastor call it navel gazing. You know, you would just have your head down and <laughs> navel, gazing. navel gazing. Yes.
0: Okay, that's a visual that <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay,
1: anyway. So, in the beginning, I could really let those days mm-hmm. get to me. Mm-hmm. And it would take me a long time to get out of those days. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'd i go into a funk and I would knock them mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And um, as the years have passed, I have learned some tricks and not really, it's not really a trick, it's mm-hmm. biblical. If you will listen to and sing praise music, mm-hmm. the enemy cannot mm-hmm. exist in the same place that Jesus is being praised. That is biblical. Mm-hmm. And I learned that's what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And so when I feel that coming on and I'm feeling like I'm you know, dropping down into the grubs, I will just put on praise music mm-hmm. and I will just give myself some time to really sing along and truly think about it and mm-hmm. throw my hands in the air and praise Jesus mm-hmm. and it'll it'll leave me yeah I mean it's like a dark cloud right it's very much like a dark mm-hmm. cloud that mm-hmm. just kind of lingers over the top mm-hmm. of you and and there is solution to that that yeah. isn't something that has to stay we have control over that yeah and so absolutely that's just celebration that's awesome. me recognizing that it has gone from being a whole day to meh I'm over. Just
0: it. put on some praise and worship music. That's better anyway. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So mine is, I don't know if this is a a kick in the butt or a celebration or a combination of both, but when we talked about don't waste your thoughts on those who don't hunger for them, that was um that was like the Bible was giving me permission not to waste my time there.
1: Mm,
0: not to try good. to convince or um pull that person to the other side when it's okay for them to be on that side. Yeah. And it was a relief and it was a time saver because sure. now I don't have to spend all that time trying to convince that person that they need to come to my side of the track. Right. You know what I mean? So, um so yeah, that's kind of my kick in the butt, I but also that. a celebration that, um, not everybody is going you know like we talked about the tree everybody has a limb or a branch but not every branch is doing the same thing and right. it's okay
1: yeah it's totally okay it is it's so liberating That's oh my cool. gosh it's so liberating it's awesome
0: <laughs> stinking awesome all right Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, Like I said, next week, we're going to be talking about wisdom and wealth. You do not want to miss that episode.
1: Um, Jennifer, where can we find you? Jennifer at DirectionMasterminds.com And I can be found at EDIE
0: at stonebrickdayspot.com. Again, share with us your comments, your um, ideas. Let us know if any of these points um, really hit home with you. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Edie.
1: And this is Jennifer. And we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already.